I'd like to highlight a, a World Economic Forum initiative in this regard, the World Economic uh, Forum Food uh, Innovation Hubs. Hello, everybody. My name is Marcel Ernie, and this is Ernie Racy News, July 12th, 2022. And we are going to talk about the farmers' protests in the Netherlands, the Dutch farmers' protests. Hopefully, many of, you are, many of you are aware of what's going on, but if you're not, I'm going to go through the details, try to make sure everybody's informed, show you all the footage from the Netherlands. So without further ado, let's get into it. Dovreste venire tutti con noi perché mancherà il pane sulla tavola in queste condizioni. Non ce la facciamo più. Well, good evening, Patriots, Freedom Fighters throughout Saskatchewan, across the country and around the world. How are we all doing tonight? So uh, a couple of things just in that intro uh, that I want to just quickly touch on before we get into the rest of the evening here. Um, I want everyone to understand that the World Economic Forum is not the pinnacle of this globalist agenda. The World Economic Forum is in place to support the overall agenda, the sustainable development agenda, Agenda 2030. The World Economic Forum is simply a marketing tool. It's, it's, it's a left or right hand um, to the agenda. So um, when the Dutch Prime Minister says that he is committed to this partnership, it's important that people understand that that the World Economic Forum is not the pinnacle. The, the agenda, Agenda 2030, is the pinnacle of all of this. Um, another thing in regards to this agenda, the World Economic Forum um, was created by the same people who created the Sustainable Development Agenda, who first conceptualized this agenda. That, of course, is the Club of Rome. Club of Rome created the World Economic Forum and tap Klaus Schwab to lead it. So it's important that people have that context and understanding. Um, the Netherlands is not the only country on the planet that's uh, going a little haywire. 
Um, there's a number of them. I'm going to show you another quick little video before we get to the rest of the schedule program. And tonight we're going to have uh, Jody Craven, Carrie Simpson, and Vlad uh, Sobolev join us to discuss, you know, what we're planning, um, and most importantly, the messaging behind it, and uh, and um, and just some some issues as, as to how this is related to Canadian farmers and how Canadian farmers are going to be put in the crosshairs of our federal government, who is also committed to this agenda. Um, just one, give me one second. I'm trying to find the footage that I was referring to. Um, maybe I didn't get it on the Twitter machine. Maybe it's on my Facebook, but I'm just gonna quickly find it here. Sorry guys, I was rushing to get everything squared away today. Uh, yeah, crazy trying to get some food in my belly uh, before we went live and dealing with everything else. Uh... Yeah, sorry. I guess I'll have to wait till later to show it to you. I'll find it as we uh, move along here. But um, so, of course, the big news is and the sole purpose of us meeting here tonight is to promote the idea of, a, of our um, protest um, in support of Dutch farmers and our farmers uh, this coming July 23rd, this coming Saturday. Um, it's time. It's time. Trudeau has laid the tracks. He's already referred to our farmers in Canada as some of the dirtiest farmers on the planet. Um, Canada's, you know, a worldwide breadbasket. Um, but, of course, nothing means more to these globalists like Trudeau and the Prime Minister of the Netherlands and other countries than the agenda, than meeting the agenda. Uh, nothing means more to these people. Uh, regardless of how many generations farms have been in these families here in Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Alberta, um, and BC on the interior, and even the lower mainland. Um, there's a lot of farms there that are going to be affected, and, and Carrie Simpson's, Simpson's going to get into that. So um, Hong Kong farmers, absolutely, Tara. Anyway, so without further ado, I'm going to bring in Jody Craven and Lee Simpson. Uh, Vlad Sobolev will be joining us shortly. He's just in another stream. He's going to pop over here in a couple of minutes. Hello, Carrie. Hello, Jody. How are you? Good, Mark. Good to be here. Hi, Jody. Hey, guys. How's it going? <laughs> it's Good. <a> bit busy. <laughs> yeah, very busy. busy. Exactly. Very busy. Very busy. Yeah. So, where are we at? What's happening in your neck of the woods? I know since we, since I pretty much announced this thing yesterday. Um, my phone's been off the hook, um, which is a good sign. People are very receptive to the idea of, of what we have planned on the 23rd. Um, how about you guys? Yeah, the, first. <laughs> thanks, Jody. Um, you know, I think there's this uh, awakening mark that people understand that um, the whole COVID issue was just the beginning of something bigger. And Many people are going, okay, what is the next wave going to come in as? Well, the next wave has been already in, in fast forward motion since probably 2015 when we saw the 2030 agenda sort of start making noises. And now we find ourselves at a, a position where everybody goes, okay, we know that we, we saw the power of what government, you know, those people we put in power over us the absolute amount of power they have, you know, through the lockdowns through, well, you right. can't go to this grocery store. So as everybody looks, there's, you know, speculation, oh, they're going to lock us down. They're going to do this, this, that. Uh, I think what we're seeing right now in the Netherlands is exactly where we're moving towards with as the 2030 agenda comes into its full fruition. 
And, uh, you know, the farmers are just the beginning of it. We have water metering coming in. We've got all kinds of other aspects of what we can eat, what we can't eat, food sovereignty, food security issues. But most importantly, it's our ability to feed people. And if you don't feed the crops, you don't feed the farmer, you don't feed, you know, the world population. So we all have a very, very much a vested interest in what is transpiring in the Netherlands because it's actually happening here in Canada. In 2020, Trudeau decided to meet those 2030 agenda goals by reducing the nitrous oxide in our fertilizers, as you said, those dirty farmers. The The nitrogen, yeah. Right, by 30%. Well, if you do that, there's only certain crops that will grow. There's only certain amount of food you can grow. Um, this, there's only a certain amount of quality. Well, it, this is happening now in Canada. The Netherlands are just ha- happen to be way ahead of us because they're more farm central, right? They, they mm-hmm. understand what the amount of people that live in Europe, the importance of feeding those nations here in in Canada, like, you, you know, Saskatchewan is probably well aware of the importance of farming, um, but is downtown Vancouver out here in BC or Ottawa? Um, right. nope. No, but we need to be. 100% we do. And and again, people need to understand and make the connection that that when we're talking about this, the destruction of livelihoods of farms in the hands of families that have been in those families for generations, it all leads back to the sustainable development agenda. It all leads back to this, this idea that they want to hyper-centralize everything, all the resources, including farmland, including how we farm. They want to dictate it and, and they want to control it. It's why Bill Gates owns all most of the farmland in the States. He owns more than anybody else. He's a computer guy. What's he doing buying up farmland? What's he doing involved in in um, vaccinations, right? But this is all about um, hoarding the resources centrally, this hyper-centralization of resources and control of those resources up to and including food. So that's what this is. It's all connected to this agenda, which is why for years I've been screaming about this agenda because here it is. And you're right, Carrie, COVID is and and was this social engineering conditioning mechanism to prepare people for what's to come more lockdowns climate lockdowns maybe food lockdowns i mean they may be rationing they may be handing literally through digital id here is your rations for the month this is what you're allowed to buy right and they're going to blame it on scarcity they're going to blame it on distribution problems they're going to blame it on transportation problems or, that they or have created they're going to blame it on food equity what what makes you think you have more too. right to food than somebody in some country you know far off so exactly this, this is about control this is about compliance this is about even you know you said farmers that have been historically farming their fields the question everybody listening and and they need to ask their friends this is what will you feed your family when they say you're not allowed to have um, hamburger meat? You're not allowed to have uh, products derived from beef because they're, you know, dirty animals. We'll just continue the dirty farming thing. This is a reality. This is coming down. It is here already. It's just people are waking up to it now. So this is about food, you know, food sovereignty, choosing what we want to eat. But more than that, this is about food security. What will you feed your family? If you're happy feeding your family crickets and mealworms, then don't bother listening, right? But if you understand, I mean, I think we already see children's health when the big vegetarian movement came in and we saw children deprived of certain levels of fat needed for growth. We've already seen the health repercussions in children as a result of that can you imagine when this starts happening, the crippling of our society as we deplete the necessary nutrients for people to be healthy? It, it, it will be disastrous, but it, it will provide control. So, Carrie, um, you sent along some documentation that I wanted to share that you can maybe explain a little bit. It is relative, of course, to BC. BC seems to be one of the more forward or progressive provinces obviously they have an ndp government so why wouldn't they be uh more communist 
Um, so I want you to explain some of these things that you sent to me just, just for the viewers so they get a grasp of what's coming. Uh, this is just in BC. And it doesn't mean it's not coming to Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, and throughout the rest of the country, because it is. Actually, it's already in four provinces, Mark. And, right. and I want to tell you, so um, as we move forward on this, this is, is not happening. You know, we blame the NDP. This is happening more at the municipal level. So your municipal government people, your elections, for instance, in Ontario and BC this October, you need to start getting informed about this and only elect people who say no to the word sustainable. Anytime you hear the word sustainable now, your antennas yeah. need to go up and you the first word has to be not on my watch. So I'm gonna also, so here's the sister document. I think I sent this to you too. This is the localizing the 2030 agenda in Canada. So this whole movement now comes this, we're seeing this localized movement. And what's interesting when you read the 2030 agenda in Canada document, they say, oh, we're really not doing much. <laughs> so don't right. bother looking. But of course, we see this already happening. So just this last week, um, the B.C. government started initiating something called uh, premises ID, where they want anybody with farm animals. And there's a whole list of them, including llamas, um, rabbits, uh, beef, cows, chickens, um, and in Alberta, they're assigning unit quality to each one. So there's a criteria. So a horse is worth three units, for instance. And what they're doing is they, they want you to register every single animal you have so they'll know where everybody's food products are, um, are available or who needs to be dealt with in the case of another animal-derived pandemic. So out here in British Columbia a few years ago, when the avian flu struck, they ordered everybody with small home flocks of chickens to kill all their mm. chickens. Okay. Right. Now, fortunately, most people didn't comply, but the government didn't have this nice tool where they could just open up their registry and go, okay, this farmer has it. This hobby farmer has it. Oh, this person who lives in Vancouver has four chickens. Right. Um, so this very much consolidates the information needed for enforcement now, when you look at the document that they've created in association with this, they talk about enforcement measures because this just came out this week. This, this is the first time we've heard about this. I have a farm. I have chickens. I have horses. Um, so this is the first time we've heard about this, even though this has been floating around in the bureaucratic world for a few years now okay and you yeah. can see there you've got what animals need to be registered okay. yeah i'm just i'm looking at them uh pigeons <laughs> i mean it's unbelievable and and they want you to identify probably you know maybe through a digital process at some point all of the animals that you have on premises so it's premises id right so it's all of these so they want to know exactly what you have so when there's a pandemic they can tell you all right you got to slaughter x amount of chickens you have to slaughter x amount of sheep whatever animals that you're raising or or mark or, or who are you carried to have 40 laying hens where you're getting 30 eggs a day you need to you know in the spirit of the 17 sustainable goals right. be a good community citizen and give away the food that you're producing right because yeah. we know how important it is to be a responsible community member in canada nowadays you're, you're supposed to participate in experimental injections you know to keep your neighbors safe right yes absolutely so you, so they also give the rationale mark on this um you using very creatively the floods that happened here in british columbia last time so they say you know we need to know this because you know, if we ever have, a, you know, a mass flood program, you know, we need to know how many cows we need to rescue. <laughs> and, and I hope people at some point, and, and I do have this in the works, I think we need to take all of the tools of propaganda that are in such evidence right now coming out of the various levels of government and put together, you know, a course in propaganda so people can just read between the lines and say, when you see this kind of rationale, you know, you need to stop. When you see talking about water quality, that means they want to meter your water and limit what kind of water you have access to, yes. right? So translation of the propaganda is maybe one of the gifts we can give people here in the next few weeks. 
Yeah, I think that's going to be very important. Yeah, yeah it's going to be very important. Like when you look at these 17 goals, if and I have in depth, when you transpose these goals onto the Communist Manifesto, it's exactly the same thing on steroids. And you have to be able to read these things with a critical mind and understand what they actually mean, what the consequences are to them, because they're written in very pretty language, right? As yeah. communists usually do when they promote their ideas. But we all know hundreds of millions of people die when the, when they're in power. So, Well, I think a good analogy for people to constantly ask themselves, you know, if you have a tablespoon mm -hmm. of sugar, majority sugar laced with cyanide, so just a little bit of cyanide, what effect is going to take prominence, right? It's going to be the cyanide. You don't need much cyanide compared to sugar to do you in, right? And every great deception is 90% truth. That's what makes it believable. Well, and, and, and what happened? I'm going to ask, um, I'm going to ask Vlad this question. Vlad, the last time that a government or a governing entity took control of, of the food, what happened? People will starve to death. That's basically what happens, um, especially when the government has a specific agenda to try to create, um, you know, fake equality. And, and, and one of the reasons why I started We All Essential is because, you know, in Soviet Union, the slogan was also, we are all the same, we own this together. But then I was actually at eight years old lining up outside of a store with food coupons because the government restricted how much food the family was allowed to buy. It did not matter how much money you have. You were only allowed to buy so much bread, you know, right. butter, etc. At eight years old, that's 88 in Soviet Union and Kazakhstan. And at the same time, we had our own politicians and whoever was part of the elites. They had, you know, whatever food they wanted, black caviar, you know, meat, it doesn't right. matter. Right. right? So and this, is, this is precisely what they want to do with the globalist agenda, but from a global governance yes. position. This yes. is for the planet. Yeah. And again, if you look at goal number 10, I, I bring this up in, in a lot of my presentations when I do the town halls, I bring up goal number 10 because it's where they want this equality within and among countries. Well, how do you achieve equality among 195 nation states? You destroy the first world. You yeah. bring the first world down to the second and third world. So everybody is poor and dependent on this global governance model. That's that's the outcome. That's what they're, they're attempting to do here. And, and, and to build up on what you guys mentioned earlier in terms of uh, restriction of what people will be uh, able to buy part of a social credit system and digital ID and, and, and digital currency, mm -hmm. etc. It's already been discussed that it's actually going to be programmed. So the, the allocated income that we're all going to get, each person actually that digital money will be programmed to allow you only to buy you certain things. So if you want to buy meat with that digital money, you won't be able to because it's not programmed for you to do it. That's, That's right. how much control they want to have over the people. Yes, social credit, right? And then and, if you don't, and if you don't use the money that they give you within the month, it's actually going to disappear. So there's not right. going to be any opportunity for you to save right. and maybe plan something that you want to expand. It's complete control and overpower yeah. of any type of initiatives and entrepreneurships, etc. Because well, they don't want that, right? They don't want to have independent, resilient people. And the reason why they go after the businesses in the beginning of a pandemic, scandemic that they did, you know, in 2000, because those were the people, the strongest, the most resilient, the most independent. And when you have installation of a tyrannical government happening yes. in real time, like we experienced the last two and a half years, you cannot have independent, resilient people coexist. It just doesn't work. So they need right. to get rid of them. They need to suppress them economically to keep them silent. And by get rid of them, that means they squeeze them out. That's why we experienced well, the largest amount of, of people living in Canada in 40 years happened last year. It's but, interesting because we have to understand and keep in mind that that their, their number one priority in this agenda and in the development of this agenda back in the late 60s, early 70s was depopulation. Their theory is that the world and the planet is overpopulated. That theory has been debunked over and over again. But I want to play this again. I play it. I play it often, but it's very important to get context. This is a guy by the name of Dennis Meadows. He's one of the founders of the Club of Rome. He's one of the co-authors of Limits to Growth. He's one of the creators of Sustainable Development Agenda. And this is what he has to say. In one way or another, we are 
so far, globally, we are so far above the population and the consumption levels, which can be supported by this planet, that I know in one way or another it's going to come back down. So I don't hope to avoid that. Uh, I hope that it can occur in a, a, a civil way. I, I, and I mean civil in a, in a special way. I, peaceful. Peace doesn't mean uh, that everybody's happy, but it means that conflict isn't solved through violence, through, through force, uh, but rather in other ways. And so uh, that's what I hope for. Um, that we can, I mean, the planet can support something like a billion people, maybe two billion, depending on how much liberty and how much material consumption you want to have. If you want more liberty and more consumption, you have to have fewer people. And conversely, you can have more people. I mean, we could even have eight or nine billion, probably, if we have a very strong dictatorship, which is smart. That's, unfortunately, you never have smart dictatorships. They're always stupid. So, But if you had a smart dictatorship and a low standard of living, you can have it. But, but we want to have freedom and we want to have a high sense. So we're going to have a billion people. And we're now at seven, so we have to get back down. I hope that this can be slow, relatively slow, and that it can be done in a way which is relatively equal, uh, you know, so that people share uh, the experience and they don't have share a rich, you know, trying to force everybody else to, to deal with it. So those are my hopes. I mean, hopes. these are pretty pessimistic hopes, you know. So but, noble of him, huh? Yes. <laughs> He would, he would like to reduce the Earth's population by 6 billion people in a special way, a peaceful way, yeah. and equally so we can all share an experience. Yeah. 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 Uh, the equal is just the, the finishing touch. I, I, that, that got me, Mark. I, you know, I wasn't sold till that, that phrase came out. <laughs> right, right. It's unbelievable, but this is the mindset, right? This is yeah. the, these are the people that created the agenda that we're now experiencing, that they've been developing and implementing for decades and here we are and we wonder if they're capable of destroying livelihoods of destroying our ability to grow food yes they are capable well we don't have to look far we can just look at uh, sri lanka right you know yeah. i think sri lanka was ahead of the game from more, more the other countries because that's exactly what they implemented there for the last you know m multiple years and especially last two years is they you know was supposed to be the green oasis like the 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 example for all the countries to follow and guess what the country fell right and then and then it's pretty much a disorder right now but it, it's actually i wanted to bring something into the discussion and maybe we'll just touch on it a little bit because it's probably a, a very deep conversation but what what is that's actually the plan to collapse all individual governments because then like sri lanka has no choice right now but ask money uh from the world bank to survive right and that's how the the corporations potentially can take over and then the world one world government will be running so it's almost like the leading us to the path potentially some people is to collapse the government and then you know world bank with one world government comes in and just swoops well, everything in it was the international monetary fund the imf that recommended to all nation states two years ago to run enormous deficits to make up for you know whatever response they have to this COVID, well of course that's what they want because again they want to centralize this governance they want to centralize everything yeah what i love mark is is that that we could just even have a bad dictator and we're going to be better off but right? you know i i look around here at canada you know and we're having a failing medical and health system our education system is falling apart um, you know, what has government done well in this nation to, you know, you know, invest in us this confidence that that anybody could do this. Right. And, you know, the bigger government gets, the more problems we seem to have, you know, and oh. I, I think the test should be like when all the potholes don't exist for a year, then come talk to us. Right. But, 
you know, even building roads and infrastructure. And of course, all of this moves into that agenda as well. But of course, it absolutely does. I mean, people in Saskatoon, probably in other cities, too, I'm, I'm assuming you're literally driving down a goat path at, while they're building brand new sidewalks and creating bike lanes in a city that's frozen seven months of the year <laughs> where there might have 12 bike riders. Right. And nobody walks because it's too cold. But this is this is where we're at. It's all leads back to everything. Everything that drives people crazy is related to this agenda, all of it. And so here it is. Here, here we are presented with the task at hand now to defend our farmers and to stand in defense of their livelihoods. Well, and our right to, to have access to healthy food sources. That's, I mean, if we don't support the farmers, we're not supporting our children, our families. We're putting ourselves in an in a ultra vulnerable position where our, our food safety is in the hands of those farmers and taking a stand on these things. So yep. everybody has a vested interest in this. And, you know, we are always looking for what, what we can do solutions. As I said, you know, we're going to put some documents together for people, just a quickie overview so people can see how this is playing out how important it will be in your municipal elections. And as I said earlier, yes. you know, Ontario, BC, go to municipal elections. Every person who's concerned about the future of this nation, the future for their children, having healthy, strong families, has to start asking these questions. Will you defeat the 2030 agenda? Yes. Will you keep Canada sovereign? Will you make sure our local community, when we send our bureaucrats and our councillors, to all those meetings where they sit down and get indoctrinated with the nonsense that they will say no to this. Carrie, um, you're, you're, you're so absolutely correct. I mean, everyone gets frustrated with federal politics. Everyone gets frustrated with provincial politics. They're the sexiest of the three, but it's municipal politics where we can actually put the brakes on a lot of this. They're using municipalities to implement these things locally. That's why local and that's why community is so important to, to take the first step in taking back our sovereignty, taking back our responsibility that we've abdicated for decades to people who we thought had our best interest at heart and they haven't. They haven't. And then as I, as I say often, and I'll just add to that, I think there's three main reasons why we're in such troubled times you know, around the world, but especially in Canada. One is we have a tremendous lack of leadership within yes. general community and society in all the levels, right? In the churches, in the organizations, in, in, in the businesses, et cetera. And obviously in, in, in the infrastructures, et cetera. The other thing is people just accustomed to be comfortable and seek comfort and, and, and stand up to something is uncomfortable and I get it. And then the third main reason is for most Canadians, they think of the government as a best friend, not just as a friend, yes. the best friend, yes. right? The in fact, the government is your worst. Yeah, the government is the worst enemy. And, and if people had any doubts about that, the last two and a half years are very, very evident. So now once you understand that, the goal is to get the government out of your life completely. So uh, with with this event, and we talked about this earlier, this this event that, that we're planning next Saturday, July 23rd, uh, in Saskatchewan, we're putting together a slow roll from Moose Jaw to Regina. Um, but it's really the first of maybe more to come because i think we have to create the awareness we have to educate the, as many of the population as possible and this is what we're trying to do even tonight is is to educate create the awareness and then you know as it grows and it will grow because let's face it at the end of the day this affects everybody this will affect everyone across the board when we talk about food security 100% Mark, you know, um, I think uh, Carrie, Vlad, myself and yourself, Mark, uh, we're on endless phone calls for the last few days here. And it's an awareness that people have to understand. No farmers, no food, no country. Right. This is one of the another nail in the coffin to Canadians if we don't support our farmers. People have to be aware fertilizers went up and it's hard to get. For the farmers in Canada, diesel price is outrageous for the farmers. Yes. And now they're they're capping the, the water on the farmers. So I preach 
to the farmers about this thing called primary water, right? Mm. This is mm. why they're not, the government's not letting them to drill. It's an endless supply of water that we have underneath our feet. So I was reading, well, that- I, you know, I, I got to cut you off there because water is another big part of this. It's another resource they want to control that they use to manipulate us. When at the end of the day, water, as we all know, is cyclical. It doesn't go anywhere. It stays on planet Earth. It just gets used, recycled, put back in the atmosphere, dropped back down. It's endless. It doesn't stop. Right. So it's it's, it's actually infinite. If you think about it. And it's pure water. Pure you're muted, Vlad. Vlad, you're muted. Sorry, I said I said the then the CEO of Nestle openly said that you know people have no right to free water. Everything should be uh, you know controlled yes. and, and paid for, etc. Right. Jody, go ahead. I know you, you you had other things to share. Oh well um, we talked to several farmers across Canada too. And we're coming up with different type of solutions in case the government shuts them off on diesel, water, and all that. And we have a solution for fuel. Um, so, well, it's and, – and it's good for the environment, right? Clean up all the plastic in Canada, right? It's called Renewalgy, right? So out of that, they break down the plastic, goes back to oil. The oil turns into diesel with zero emissions, Beautiful. And I read one of the comments that was uh, someone put up there, uh, stop donating, donating to Ukraine. I forgot who wrote that and donate to uh, Sri Lanka. But I want to make a little note there. Um, what the globalists or the elite in Ukraine, what they're doing with all the donation money or some of it, they're buying property up in Switzerland. Okay, sure there. Yeah. yeah. So, so the, basically, next Saturday, let's let's focus on on one of the main reasons why we wanted to do this today, and, and thank you for coming together. Uh, obviously, if people most part of the freedom movement familiar what's happening in Netherlands, you know, the Dutch farmers basically been asked a lot of them to sell their farms uh, to the government. Uh, they have no choice; they kind of have to do it, and and, and also the fertilizers, etc., are going to be cut down. So, long story short, Netherlands is one of the uh, primary farming countries around the world, and, and, and that's crazy what they're trying to do there. Um, and uh, basically, the Netherlands, and then they have uh, farmers from Germany and Poland in support. So long story short, the next Saturday, the 23rd, the Dutch farmers asking people around the world in, in support to protest, uh, and that's what we're doing here in Canada. Um, you know, there can be di many different actions, and I guess the main focus, what I want to say is the main uh, uh, target for us is to make sure that we bring more awareness to what's happening in Netherlands, but also what's happening here in Canada and around the world. So um, there's going to be multiple different uh, rallies, slow rolls, protests happening uh, in Canada in different countries uh, as well. Uh, one of the focuses besides doing the slow rolls on the highways is actually protests in front of the uh, embassies and consulates uh, of Netherlands. Uh, and that's going to be happening in the States and in some other countries. And we obviously should be doing good. something like that here in Canada. Um, the embassy is obviously always in capital. So for us, it's Ottawa again. I know yeah. people have different mixed feelings about Ottawa, but that's where the, uh, the embassies for all the countries always located in the capital. And then you have consulates in all the major cities. So obviously there's a consulate in Vancouver, there's a consulate in Toronto and, and many other places. So... I know uh, you, Mark, is doing a, a slow roll in, in Saskatchewan, and that's great. I know in BC, in Vancouver, uh, they, they're organizing a rally in front of the uh, Dutch consulate. Here in Toronto, there's going to be multiple things happening. There's going to be a slow roll happening earlier in the day on Saturday for the highways. Uh, the Mira place will be the Vaughn Mills, um, all for people that are familiar with GTA. Uh, but then there's a usual rally that happens in Toronto on Saturday at Queen's Park at 12 o'clock all the time. So that's going to be happening. And then we will be marching uh, towards uh, uh, Dutch Consulate, which is located actually very close to Dundas Square. Uh, and, and uh, you know, like I mentioned, Ottawa is very important. I'm personally not there right now, but if it's the people in Ottawa can organize and get together and do a protest in front of the embassy, I think it's going to be very symbolic. And I think that's what's going to happen around yeah. the world. Yeah. is every single embassy should have some type of protest and it should be filmed yes. and streamed and then those clips should be all uh, edited together and it should be literally showcased 
that we are united around the world, that yes. when our farmers in one country are under attack, the whole world is coming together in front of the embassy for that specific country. So when the, the, the elites go after different country farmers, we do the same, right? And that shows how unified and organized we are as the people standing for our freedom. 100%, 100%. And so um, <clears throat> across Canada, of course, every province is going to have their own thing. Um, and, and I have a contact in Alberta. Ron Clark is sort of taking care of things there. Um, BC uh, is in good hands. You guys can do what you need to do. Uh, Vlad, you're in in, uh, in in Ontario. Manitoba, I haven't heard from anybody yet, but hopefully in the next No, day I think, I think they, they, they're, doing, uh, they're doing the role there as well. In my they opinion. are? Okay, good. Yeah. That's my understanding. Okay, very good. And so people are asking in the room, of course, this, a lot of people are in Saskatchewan here, uh, asking if they can slow roll from Saskatoon, Regina. Sure. Um, I mean, we obviously want the big one to be Moose Jaw to Regina. So if you're going to do a slow roll um, to Regina, do it early so you can make it to Moose Jaw and then join us. And because and, we obviously we'd like to have everyone together. Um, the bigger the presence, the bigger the impact. Right. So. We, we instead of having it split up in all these different areas, uh, I realize it's tough for people to make it, you know, let's say from Yorkton or from Prince Albert to Moose Jaw. I get it. It's tough, um, especially with fuel prices where the way they are. So uh, it is what it is. But anybody that has the resources to make it to Moose Jaw, that's preferable. But other than that, do whatever it is you think you can do. That's and and, and the other the other quick thing to do, obviously, get uh, Dutch flags, right? So then you wave the Canadian flags and Dutch flags wherever you are. And the other good thing that people definitely should be doing, we had some people express the interest, is to do overpasses, signs with overpasses on the yes. highways, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And again, like stream it, record it, share it on social media as much as we can have happening at the same day in multiple different locations. Let people express how they want to express. I think that's really very important. Again, being in the freedom movement for the last two and a half years, there's obviously multiple ideas. People think their way is the right way. And, and it's not our place to say to them it's not. Yes. Uh, and, 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 and if anything, if you want to, if you really feel very strong about what you want to do, amazing. God bless you. You know, yeah. become a leader. You know, recruit people to come with you and do that. Do the uh, uh, bridge highway overpasses. Do the slow rolls. Do the protests in front of the embassy as a consulate. All yes. those multiple actions lead us to one main goal, create more awareness yes. and educate people about what's really happening. And the more we do it, we can multiply and duplicate our actions. To add on to Vlad thing and carries in all of ours in Nortmark, one of our goals is to start uniting all these groups into one thing because we just got presented a nice gift from the Dutch farmers and we should be rolling on this and running with it. Well, so so that's interesting you say that, Jody, because I have a uh, here's here's how this works, right? So we're we're a whole bunch of freedom fighters. We all love individual freedom, and a lot of us are in these all these different groups. So we're on these different paths, but we're going in the same direction. And every so often, something comes about like the convoy to Ottawa, where every group rallied around the convoy and united for that cause. Here's another one where yep. we all see the value in defending food and food production and food growth and how important it is to our survival. Um, here's another one where we can, those paths are all going to merge. 100% they will. How can you not agree to support this? It, 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 you know, so it's one of those things, 100%. I, you know, I, I think when people understand that their family, their own health, that this is going to affect them, their children, their community. Can you imagine watching the community around you of people, neighbors, friends, family that you love slowly deteriorating away from hunger Yes. from lack of proper nutrition, right. that is where we're going with this. Don't kid yourself. And all you have to do, you know, I, I often say, Mark, that COVID has been a gift because it actually convinced people they saw, they experienced firsthand Evil. what a tyrannical government will do to her people in a good yep. nation like Canada. Yep. You know, lock them down. Don't let them into stores pit neighbor against neighbor. If we haven't woken up to the fact that this is a reality 
and that this is a plan and that this is the next stage, then, you know, um, I don't know what will convince you, but I think. But it's a hundred percent, but this is what we've, we've said all along that it's going to take some events. It's going to take some things to affect people's lives directly for them to take the blinders off for them to have their bubble burst because people walk around in this bubble, as long as they're paying the mortgage, putting food on the table, getting little Johnny and Susie to hockey practice in the school, everything is fine. But guess what? Mark Friesen's not going to burst their bubble, but reality and the consequences of reality are going to. And when they do as they are, more and more people are going to wake up. And that's what we're seeing. That's what is happening around the world. And, and it's going to happen here too. And you know what, Mark? I think if we if we embrace that reality right now, we have the power as people yes, in this do. nation. Yes, to we do. Full stop to this. Yes. But it's going to take people coming together. It's going to take sacrifice. And it's going to take their time. You know, please make us your new distraction, your freedom. Make that your new hobby. Um, but you know, there's so many good people doing so many good things, but it is going to take a nation singing the same song, identifying what we want as a sovereign nation and moving to protect that together, together. We're strong divided. We fall. We all have to unite to be one. Mark, can you put a, a website, uh, standwithfarmers.info? Again, this is something very quickly that we put together. Um, yep. geared towards standing with farmers. Um, so, uh, what's it again? Stand with farmers.info. I was gonna and, ask you about a website, and I'm glad you're bringing it up. Yeah, yeah, I read your mind. Um, uh, and basically, Marcella helping coordinate flyers across uh, you know multiple locations. Obviously, you have a flyer already, so we're gonna add those flyers to this site, so then people can go to one site and see what's happening. You know, across the country, we'll do our yeah. best to add them up uh, by you know Tuesday. I would say it should be definitely there, but that's basically the site that we put. You know, very generic. You know, just basically the focus is standing with farmers, and uh, my goal is to have some of the materials from Carrie and Newmark. Uh, on this side so then people have one location that they can kind of info and then this is a good slogan that can even be put on the banners and signs etc right so it's uh um, so most most of the information that i have is on our website you can you can so we can link it so we can link, link it or whatever. To web, to the yeah. website yeah. I, and same thing. agenda and stuff so yeah and same thing with care we, we can link all your resources from your site because that gives people opportunity to go to your sites and then explore and learn more about what you guys have there and Vlad, you, you raised something that was really important. People, please take video, take pictures, and make sure they find a way to this website. Okay, Vlad, are there any hashtags that are already trending um, associated with this movement? Uh, Stand with farmers, definitely there. We, uh, uh, we move as one. Um, hashtag food for thought and hashtag farmer strong. Yeah, farmer strong. Um, the uh, um, slip in my mind, there's something else there, but all, all come to me. And I, I just want to again reiterate the importance of us being able to tell our story, right? That That's yeah. crucial. So every little three minute video clip that's clear that actually sends a message or conveys the moment, those are useful tools in our hands and everybody needs to combine these tools and, and we'll build a really good movement here. Hundred yeah. percent, and this yeah. this isn't going away. This is no. this is going to be a while. This is going to be a long one, but an important one. Yeah, it matters the most. You know, like the the, yeah. the way I've been kind of you know living my life for the last two and a half years. I'm going all in because what else really matters than you know future of of, of my kids and everyone kids in this country around the world. And and ultimately, you know, obviously we all know that we're going to win but the reality is in, when you go into the war you have no there's no uh guarantees right but at least you, you know you're doing something that's worth dying for and and that's kind of how i look at, at this life you know we only have one life we might as well make the most impact we possibly can what, what a time to be alive what 100%. an opportunity what a sense of purpose there is no greater purpose no <laughs> hey mark the other thing i want to mention we, we want to reach out to the restaurants too because they're yeah. going to get affected big time. 
right? So absolutely, we want them on board, marching hand to hand with us, right? Big time. Yeah. Right. This nitrous bill policy that Trudeau's introduced right away, thirty percent of everything gone, basically. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's going to be interesting to witness what's going to happen. Uh, you know, obviously our governments in their uh, way of looking after us, building this multi-million-dollar uh, crickets, you know, warm facilities. One in London already been open. I think they're building another one in Alberta. I'm sure they're going to have one in every single province, um, and uh, and that's just part of it. They already were serving, you know, uh, warm uh, uh, hot dogs in Stampede and Alberta, of all the places, right? So you know, nobody's yeah. going to be spared. It's coming. Yeah, well, so. we'll blame Alberta, Vlad. Let's do that. I mean, what were they smoking that day when they let that into the Calgary Stampede, right? Like well, they, they, they had the, they had the, what's the, what's the names of the lady, the NDP premier? And, and, and I, w I was shocked when I was, when I was blessed to, to drive around Canada and organize different rallies. I was shocked to see how many windmills uh, in Alberta of all the places. I actually was very shocked to witness that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Anything else to add? Yeah. Anything you guys want to close with? Yeah. yeah. Identify people within your community to run for municipal government. That includes yes. your mayor, your town council, and the school board. Much of this agenda, they are indoctrinating the kids from yep. the get-go with this. We have to save the kids. As a matter of fact, you know, uh, at this point, I'm saying, you know, public education is abusive to children. It's abusive to this nation. Um, but identify good people. And that means, you know, business people who've actually proven that they know how to run a business because your local government should just be about the business, not yeah. about agendas of starvation, not about agendas of controlling people and how much water they can access. Right. So we're going to, from the Canadian Voters Association, we are committed to keeping people informed and supported because when you do get those good people elected, they are bombarded by this onslaught of propaganda and bully tactics to get them to comply. So we, in addition to getting good people to run strong people, we have to offer that support to them as well. So 100%. Again, and, and, and you know, Carrie, for a long time, we've been bitching and complaining about politicians, but the reason they're in place is because of us. We've abdicated our responsibility for decades. We've been fat and lazy and, and complacent, and we've allowed it to get to where it is that they're now in a position to do this to us. We have to take back that responsibility. It is up to us. The people have the power. They just need the information to know how to exercise that power. Yeah, they need the education. And I think that's ultimately what happened in the last two and a half years in yes. their attempt to uh, enslave the world, they actually waking up the world. And the people that had nothing wanted to do ever with politics or knowing the legislation, whatever, they all learning this stuff. And now they actually become knowledgeable rather than being ignorant. Because these politicians, if you watch them when they talk, they specifically say, oh, we're saying this, you know, complicated words, don't worry about it, you know, politics. Like they're literally telling the people that it's dumb for them to even attempt to understand the political structure, whatever. But if you actually choose to be knowledgeable and not ignorant and take charge and responsibility of, of, for, for the life that you live and, and, and the community that you're part of, things really can change. And, and we've seen the examples of people coming together and, and, and forcing uh, Jason Kenya to resign. And there's multiple resignations happening around the world too. So, you know, I, I think this is a really great opportunity for the people, again, to come to their own power and, 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 and use whatever leverage we can in the local governments. As Kerry mentioned, we have a tremendous opportunity mm -hmm. in two big provinces, Ontario and BC, to make a real change in, in the municipal election. So let's let's make it happen. Yeah, well, and, and Mark, I just want to say this before we go. You know, democracy is probably the most precious gift we have as Canadians. Mm -hmm. um, we have the right to use our voice, our value as a consumer, our okay. vote. And I know, uh, and I share in the cynicism of, of the political movement, but mostly my cynicism lies in the fact that people haven't appreciated this gift we have. It yes. is a tool in our hands. People need to pick it up, learn how to use it, and we need to build a nation with a common vision of sovereignty, freedom, and respect for all citizens, not buying into globalist agenda or giving Trudeau a seat on the global community. 
This is our nation and the nation that will be our children's future. We need to exactly. understand the seriousness of this. And you cannot wait. This We, we are at no. the final no. hour here. This is it. We have a, one more chance at this, guys. Um, so, you know, I tell people, look, you need to use your voices. If you can't be constructively critical, be totally unreasonable. We'll be far better off than we are right now. But there are so many good people doing so many good things. And I get to see that from the Canadian Voters Association, how many people across this nation are saying, Carrie, you know, what do we do? Where do we go? And how do we do it? And it's not that complicated. But no. you have to first understand that you don't get something for free. If you want to have the nation that we once believed we lived in, mm. that's going to take effort, time, and a bit I, of your energy. Absolutely. So, Jody, I, final words? Yeah, I want to end with um, that weekend, we're going to hit them with a one two punch, right? There's going to be, I think, an event on the 22nd with. Um, yeah, Stand United physicians, with uh, and physicians, yeah, surgeons and physicians uh, building, yeah. which is a Friday all across the country. I think there's like 16 or 18 locations or something like that. Yeah. So in Vancouver, it's Howe Street. So 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock. And um, that's from uh, Marcella and James. If they, if any viewers want to get in contact with them. Vlad, can thing, you read the bottom? Yeah, Sorry. so this, this, this side is brand new, guys, so give us a little bit of time to kind of iron out the glitches, yes. Yeah, then the other thing, we want to get all the farmers who's listening, uh, do a sign-up. We want to have a master sheet of all the farmers. Then, bang, we could just blast out a, uh, an email to them right away. And um, last but not least is the, the our event, the farmers one, Slow Roll. So, and during our little radio session here mark i had a text message from um a farmer from new zealand and he would like to come on your show if possible and tell the story what's going on in new zealand yep so Absolutely. yeah i got uh, maybe tomorrow night i got uh, firefighters out of calgary uh tuesday so maybe tomorrow night yeah i'll send you, you the done. details okay all right guys thank thanks, you everybody thanks for uh lending your time i know you guys are all just as busy as i am but it's important and this was a very good discussion and uh, maybe we can do an update later in the week or um maybe before saturday or maybe shortly after we'll see how it goes yeah stay tuned guys social media you know check whatever groups flyers already out there flying around so you know whatever speaks your language and whatever you're capable of doing if you don't have a car of course you're not going to do slow roll so then go your local consulate and an embassy or your local rally and be a part of that and ask sure, questions sure, sure. Ask how can i be a part of how can i help how can i spread more information what resources are out there it's up mm -hmm. to us to take initiative and ask how can i be involved and how can I make a difference and trust me the people out there they can guide you we just need to know that you are ready to do some work if we have freedom. people on mass there's nothing stopping us no no we, even if they share that poster yeah, I'll, 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 I'll end with this. You know, the, the elites, the psychopaths, whatever you want to call them, they have unlimited resources, money, technology, etc. But they're missing one key resource, and that's the people. And we have yes. the people. And yes. so let's just go all in on the people. We have the power. 100%. That's how we win. They've we're, underestimated we're. humanity. In fact, humanity to them is the enemy. They've underestimated it. Yeah. Yeah. Which means we win. But humanity we're the, great reset. We're the yeah. great reset. We're doing right, a great guys. awakening. Okay. Love you all. Thank you for all everyone. Good well, seeing everybody. We'll Thanks, Mark. All right, guys. Thanks, Mark. See you later. I'm going to kick you out. I'm going to try. Yeah. We don't go easy, Mark. No. Okay. Bye, Gary. All right, Western people. <laughs> all right. See you, Jody. Thanks, Mark. You betcha, buddy. All right, guys. So uh, a good little chat. Again, specifically in Saskatchewan, um, I'm just going to put up the flyer here again. Uh, well, why does it keep doing this to me? Hang on. I'll find it. Put it up again. It keeps disappearing on me. Anyways, so Saskatchewan, a lot of people are asking, you know, can we do this? Can we do that? Sure. But preferably we want to see everybody in moose jaw 
and it's meeting at the service road by prairie oasis towards peanut hill which is on the east side of of town um peanut hill campground at noon so if you you know if you google those places you'll find it and meet us there at noon and if you're going to do a slow roll from saskatoon awesome um there's there might be a little bit more uh i'm not going to disclose anything at this point um only because we want to um yeah never mind i can't say anything but this is all the information you're going to need until that day so please get there on mass with your tractors with whatever farm equipment you feel comfortable with um and we'll slow roll it and we're gonna make a huge impact i'm gonna get a banner made up for an overpass uh, that we can use um, optics video is incredibly important i'm gonna bring my drone along hopefully get some really good footage um it's it's very important to create that awareness to create the buzz um to make sure that that we're having the effect and the impact that we want from this so uh, as many people that can show up and can dedicate their day and obviously a few dollars in fuel more than a few um you know it is what it is now is the time this is it folks we're we're at at the precipice um and now they want to destroy livelihoods and they want to destroy the farm they want to destroy the ranch they want to destroy our ability to be self-reliant our ability to be self-determinant and our independence they need to crush that this is what this is all about we can't allow them to do this where have our premiers been you'd think in a province like saskatchewan that is so farm centric that our premier would be talking about this that our premier would be denouncing ottawa and denouncing the world economic forum and the un sustainable development you'd think they'd be denouncing all of that and defending the people of saskatchewan scott moe where have you been where are you nowhere to be found silent you haven't touched this at all it's disgusting you don't sir do not belong in that position neither does your party you need to be gone if you're not going to defend and represent the people that put you in that office where are you where are you silent okay you be silent the people will take it from here oh anyways that's going to be a wrap for tonight um stay tuned might have on a new zealand farmer tomorrow uh we got calgary firefighters who are taking uh calgary to court uh that'll be a great interview on tuesday um other than that that's it be, just share this share this video share the flyers share as much as you can tell your neighbors tell your friends tell your co-workers tell your family get them involved whatever province you're in find somewhere find people that you can come together this is it folks this is it uh, I don't know if Pat King's out tomorrow or not. I have no idea. I haven't heard much. I don't know. <sighs> yeah, at least we have Moda's map at yours resigned. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys. So that's it. That's a wrap. And remember, uh, globalism bad nationalism good ciao for now
it's fun, but get ready to pay your dues. Oh God, come back home. This crazy world is paralyzed and abusers. We need you now before we're too far gone. I hope one day they finally see the truth. God, we need you now.